Good morning. Welcome. It's 8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Former President Trump to be arraigned today. Uh, two ways you could look at it. Uh, you, uh, the left will say, wow, finally. Finally, we got him on something. Whereas I think people with a shred of honesty and understand the Constitution are saying, wow, clearly this is uh, the weaponization of our justice system like we have not seen before. I think it's uh, uh, the latter rather than the former. But hey, we'll talk about that more coming up. But that's definitely the story of the day. Joining us now, Director of Gun Owners of America in Florida, Luis Valdez. Uh, Good morning, Luis. How are you today? Morning. Thanks for having me on the air again. And it's been a busy week and we're only into Tuesday. Yeah, the governor uh, signed an important bill on Monday. Tell us about it. So the governor signed the permitless concealed carry only bill into law. And this is a step in the right direction. It's not what we were fully promised, but it's still a step in the right direction. This Uh, starting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. Starting July 1st, Floridians and those visiting Florida will no longer need a concealed carry permit to conceal carry. That is big. Uh, Apparently that makes us the 26th state with constitutional carry. One of the questions I was going to ask you, visitors, uh, so they're allowed to utilize this law as well. And I guess what a lot of Floridians, including myself, want to know is, now does that mean I can take my gun without my permit to another state that honors constitutional carry. Is everybody on the same page on this? That depends on the other states. Some states are following Florida's, uh, has Florida's system in place where you don't need a permit to carry in their jurisdiction, but some do. So whatever state you're visiting, you need to check up on their laws. And a slight correction, Florida didn't pass constitutional carry because Florida still doesn't have open carry. We only have permitless concealed. Every state that has passed constitutional carry, which is 25 of them, also have open carry. That was just a huge sticking point, I guess, for a few strong political players in the legislature because, I mean, I'll be honest with you, that's one of the things I was looking forward to. I I already have a permit. I jumped through the hoops and followed the law, and I've got a permit, and I will retain that permit because I will hope for reciprocation in other states that uh, that put value on that permit. But open carry, to me, I, I thought could have been a game changer. Now, most people might decide side to carry concealed anyway i would like to have the choice to do that and that was completely eliminated and and that's what i was going to ask you about was look you know when you talk about the right to bear arms shall not be infringed it doesn't say the right to secretly hide a gun in your coat does it no it doesn't the right to keep and bear arms is just that the right to keep and bear arms whether openly or concealed and the funny thing is historically speaking Concealing a firearm was viewed by society as something nefarious. You know, only criminals would conceal their firearms. The general public would openly carry their firearms for two reasons. One, to show the criminal element, one, I'm armed, don't mess with me. And the other side of it was, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I am legally armed. I am following the rules of society. I am showing you that, hey, I mean no ill harm, I mean no disrespect, 
because by openly carrying a firearm, it, it shows that, hey, you know, yes, are you armed? But you're acting in a civil and responsible manner. Now, that was the historical aspects of it. Today, the legal aspects of it are, are far more important because in Florida, even though we have a law that says accidental exposure isn't a criminal offense, it's vaguely written, and it's up to the prosecutorial office and the law enforcement officer on scene on whether they're going to charge you with a crime or not. If we had legalized open carry, and let's say you were at your local Sam's Club or Costco or Publix, and you bent down to pick up a six-pack, you know, a 24-pack of Coke and put it in your shopping cart, and your shirt rode over your pistol, you could be arrested depending on the attitude of the officer. If we had open carry, it wouldn't be a criminal offense. It would just be like, oh, okay, the guy's open carry. Cool. Not a problem. Yeah, I mean, I want to be able to use my ankle carry while I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> There's a visual. I, I The thought of you in shorts. Just... <laughs> Folks, for those listening, I'm not against open carry. I'm, I'm just against Bob wearing shorts. <laughs> uh, well, uh, as of like uh, last week, I think I will not be wearing pants until October. So um, you have to come by in the studio someday. We'd love to have you. And we appreciate what uh, Gun Owners of America is doing, looking out for our Second Amendment rights. What can we do? What's the next step we can do here in Florida, since you're the Florida director of GOA, to, to tell our lawmakers, hey, you, you, you did a good job, but you're not done yet. We want the open carry. We're not going to take no for an answer. Uh, squeeze the bozos that are holding back on us and make it happen. Very much so. We need to exercise our First Amendment rights to advance and, and restore our Second Amendment rights. We need to go and tell our lawmakers, very simple, we're not satisfied with this. You promised us constitutional carry. The governor promised us constitutional carry. The governor can't create bill and legislation. That's the job of the legislature. So, is, you know, the, the, your listeners need to ask a ver- their, their lawmakers a very simple question. Are you against the governor? Why are you against passing the governor's mandate? The governor supports open carry. The Republican Party of Florida supports open carry. A number of lawmakers, I mean, we saw Representative Beltran in the House uh, defend open carry. Um, but, again, why is it that the rank and file is against it? And more importantly, why is the legislative leadership against it? And and are they touting themselves as supporters of the Second Amendment while at the same time really pulling the rug out from under our constitutional rights? And we need to out those rascals for sure. And I know you'll help us do that. Let me let me ask you this, Lewis. The governor signed the bill Monday. It goes into effect, as you said, July 1st. Does this change in any way, shape, or form where a person could carry? Because part of the registration process before the permit thing, at least there was a level of education that you kind of knew where you could and couldn't uh, carry that. Has anything else changed? Absolutely nothing else has changed. None of the gun-free zones have changed. The waiting period hasn't changed. Because remember, if you didn't have a permit, uh, depending on your county, it's a, it's a three- to a five-day waiting period for the purchase of a firearm. If you have a permit, you get to skip that. So even with this law in place, with you know starting July 1st, if you don't have a permit, you still have to do the waiting period. If you don't have a permit, or even if you do have a permit, guess what? The, the gun-free zones haven't changed. You still can't carry on a university or college campus. You can't carry in a uh, police station. You can't carry in 
the legislative chambers of the state capitol if they're in session. Uh, you know, none of that has absolutely changed. All right. Now, yeah, and that's one of the things I wanted to touch on was campus carry. Is there any chance of pushing that through? Or maybe the open carry can also carry that part of it with it um, uh, next time around. What are the chances of that? Well, we're going to be pushing for it. Um, the governor was just asked last week um, at a book signing, not a campaign stop, but at a book signing in Georgia about uh, calling a special session for open carry. And he basically said, I'll do it if I have the votes in the legislature, which basically means that he won't do it if he knows the Republican supermajority won't pass it. So we need to get off our collective butts and we need to put enough pressure on the legislature to say, look, this is what we want. We're not satisfied. You guys promised us constitutional carry and you didn't give us that. Get to work. Hey, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Luis Valdez, Florida Director of Gun Owners of America, uh, giving us the uh, the straight information that we need on this, and we'll continue to apply pressure to make sure that, you know, we get our constitutional rights. And, we, and, and thanks again for coming on the air. Thank you for having me, brother. All right, man. I'll, next time you see me, I'll be wearing those shorts. Oh, great. <laughs> hey, it's Florida. That's true. We live here for a reason. Take advantage of all the benefits. Mm-hmm. It's 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. It's a trash talking Tuesday thanks to Florence Recycling. And we've got a lot more to talk about, including this indictment is not hurting former President Trump. Details on the way.